Welcome, fellow anglers, to the Working Class Fishing Podcast, a place for all anglers, amateur or expert, to share their stories and learn about fishing. Join your hosts, John and Brian, each episode as they debunk the perceived inaccessibility to fishing, break down the barriers of any and all angling methods, and hear stories from other anglers and their own journeys with fishing. Now, let's get this show started. And here we go. Welcome back to another episode of Working Class Fishing. I am your host tonight, John. Brian is out with his family, as usual. It's the weekend. We don't usually schedule episodes on the weekend, but I've got a good friend here with me. Uh, distinct pleasure, as Brian would say, of talking to Mr. Adam Hortonberry. And uh, this episode is brought to you by CD Fishing USA, Angry Rooster Fly Company, 317 Flies, Lid Rig, Sheer Cure, and Naughty Tackle. But Adam, dude, thanks so much for coming on tonight. <laughs> dude, thanks for having me, man. I, uh, I've been excited to do it. We've been talking about it for a little bit. And I'm excited we got to uh, schedule it. Dude, absolutely. I'm just, I'm just excited I get to sit down and talk with one of my friends and be kind of nerdy about about fly stuff <laughs> it's it's the best thing ever when i um when i started doing the shows that's kind of what it was it was just like guys and gals of all ages just getting together and essentially nerding out about arts and crafts for adults is really what it was <laughs> at the end of the day that's Expensive. what it is sorry i didn't mean to cut you off dude you're good yeah, I just said expensive ass arts and crafts. <laughs> it's pretty much what it is. Yeah, like especially going down like the game changer route, the Blaine route, and all that stuff. I'm just like, oh my god, what did I get myself into? <laughs> <laughs> so you're tying at the uh, God. What is that show? What is that show that's coming up? Oh, uh, uh, the Fly Marlboro, the Mass yeah. Show. Yep. Dude, that's exciting. Yeah, I'm pretty excited that uh, they moved it out last year to COVID and it kind of affected the attendance just a tiny bit. But um, the promoter, Ben, and his dad, who's been running the shows forever, they're, they're always awesome to the tires and the vendors and they, they take good care of you. So no complaints, even with like, you know, a couple of lows in the attendance. It was so amazing just to be able to do it. Um, there are guys like, you know, um, Phil Rowley and Landon Mayer there. and Yeah, man, it was pretty cool. Dude, Rowley ties some amazing – I mean, all those dudes there tie fucking – well, I, I let – there it is. There's the first cuss word. All, all, all those dudes are so talented and, and, and gals. They're, we've got some excellent women uh, in the tying community. Yeah. But Adam, uh, as I guess people now know that you tie flies, but um, do you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like, where are you from and uh, how'd you get into fishing, dude? Uh, I'm originally from Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, I got into fishing for my grandpa. He was like a huge, like, uh, he's just a huge outdoorsman. And he was, you know, he started me out like everybody else, you know, bobber and the bluegill. And that's pretty much where it came from. And ironically, with fly fishing in general, too, it's it's still enjoyable. Just a just a bluegill pond, man. You know how it is with a little popper yeah. and 
crazy. It is it's just bluegill are so much fun. <laughs> yeah, there's this um um the, not the sidebar, but there's this lady I follow. You might follow her too. Her name's Sarah. She does those like monster bluegills down in Alabama. Oh, Sarah Parvin. Yeah. Yeah, the the slab lab. <laughs> yeah. I mean, things are like Frankensteins, but no disrespect to her, but those things are insane. I would love to get them on the fly rod. That that would I mean that would be instantly would be a on the fly record for the state. Yeah, she uh she said she's gonna let uh start letting people come down. So I was like, dude, you gotta let me down there one just once, you know. <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean been fishing since I was like six. Fly fly fishing didn't pick up till like 2019. And fly tying, I just started during COVID. Okay. So that's what jump started it. Um the guest you had on a couple of weeks ago is pretty much my main inspiration for it. Oh, uh, Kelly? Kelly, yeah. So, I mean, Kelly's, I, I love Blaine stuff, but Kelly's kind of my streamer, Messiah, as you would say. <laughs> He's just <laughs> like his, his way of materials, his videos. Like, I think, I think he's the best instructor to listen to when it comes to tying right now for guys that like, guys our age because he talks like how we want to hear it he's just straight up like this is how you do it do it there's there's a lot of really good video i'm, I'm not discrediting kelly at all i think kelly is the fucking man yeah like, he's i mean it's the same way for me dude like kelly was a lot of my inspiration bramer was a ton of i took a ton of inspiration from bramer and then um recently dude uh paul monaghan like I've been oh, looking at he's he's so good, dude. Yeah, yeah, he's he's really, really good. That's the guy from Europe, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's really good. Um, yeah, I mean, and then I really started nerding out because I I'm listening to Kelly and he starts talking about Andreas Anderson. If you, you know who that is. Yeah, dude. The he, the SIDS and the unholy divers and yeah, man. He and then I got into his like and then really nerding out, Tommy Lynch. Then you get into the whole Michigan game in general with like your Mike Schmitz and your Russ Maddens and your, you know, these guys from Michigan, man. I think they're they're quite the pioneer. The, uh, they are, dude. And I think, I mean, I don't know this for a fact, but I think it's because, you know, Kelly was talking about the when they started bringing salmon back and the steelhead and how it was like uh, the largest economical boom there. It was like the first billion dollar industry in a year. Yeah. You know, like fishing and, you know, he was, he was in uh, Traverse, uh, Traverse city. And I was talking to Tommy Lynch today and something I didn't know is that Tommy used to work for Kelly. Oh yeah. I don't yeah, doubt that. Yeah, it, I mean, like you're saying, dude, it's just, it was like this epicenter of uh, these streamer dudes, like even Lafkus. Uh, yeah, he's dude, I, like all those dudes, man. Those guys are insane. Dude, uh, you going to Streamer Love Fest this year? Um, I wish. I uh, I was going to like convince Rebecca to like let me like bum out down there, you know? Yeah. But the whatnot, it's just, it's so far. It's it's gonna be like I I think you're going right. Yeah, I'm going. 
I, like if you're in that area and you don't go to streamer love fest like and you're a streamer guy <laughs> just hang it up <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs> i understand it's like a lot to get to but i don't even think it's, it's not expensive to go you got who you got andreas you got russ you got kelly you got um Lacus. matt what's his name um uh, god i i don't remember you've got a but You've got a ton of really amazing streamer dudes. Like, yeah. you, you're going to have, like, two centuries worth of meat mastery uh, that's going to be there. And it's yeah. at Dally. I mean, Dally's it's – at, it's at fucking Dally's shop. Like, the White River – people throw big streamers on the White River because of Alex Lafkus and his two dudes and Dally. Yeah. Like, yeah, I met Dally last year at Salbug. He was, he was really, like – I didn't – I people might make fun of me for I didn't know who he was honestly I was like is this like Australian dude was like this cool flow and cowboy boots I'm like this guy's cool as shit and he's like he made fun of my haircut and I was like I like this guy who is this guy? <laughs> and Rebecca's like oh because we went to a shop after the show because I yes. stayed out with my buddy and her, and her husband Josh and um we're heading back and he's like hey you know um we're in the shop and they're doing their thing and I'm picking up materials because I like supporting local fly shops when I can, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like kind of reloading on some stuff and just making conversation with the guys in the shop and talking with Steve a little bit, I guess. And uh, he just had me rolling, dude. He's like, <laughs> we were talking about patterns and like, we started nerding out a little bit. He, he was like, you're not as goofy as you look, are you, bud? <laughs> I just started dying. I'm like, this guy <laughs> roasting me. But I love every second of it because he's just such a dude, like with a dry humor. I loved it, man. He was he was cool. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to getting down there. Um after this, let's if, if there's anything you want, I'll when I get down there, I'll let you know if there's like any special shit down there and I'll I'll pick something up for you if you want it. So yeah. Yeah, I mean I would definitely like if you can uh <laughs> try to get a bug off andreas get one for yourself man i got some flies from him a, a year ago or so and he uh that guy like just to look at it he's like he's insane dude dude but his i think that dude's you know i, I guess this is a popular phrase but that dude's fucking built different like yeah he is his, his fucking prep for his stuff is unreal yeah and it's like it it brings me back to like playing music like euro dudes are always a little fancier and i don't mean that in a disrespectful way i think they they are like so about the detail and i like that and i kind of transform that into my tying now um i think that they tie so clean that it's like it doesn't matter to the fish obviously we all know that but like they tie so clean and consistent. Like I'll send you pictures of his flies after this and they're so consistent. It's, it looks like it was done on a, like a 3d printer. Yeah. I mean, that's, Oh dude, that's like the, that's where I want to be, man. Like, I mean, your, your flies are getting really consistent, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I it sounds corny, and I don't mean to kiss his ass, but I think Kelly's a a big component to that. And I haven't even met the dude in person or talked to him once. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, I don't. I mean, you don't. You don't have to to be inspired by someone. 
true yeah yeah you know, and and I, it is like um i forget who it was it's kelly and like russ and stuff guys like that they well russ doesn't really care as much you, you'll see that if you ever watch his live feeds or whatever he he does what he does and he ties his ass off man like he's I'm telling you, man, I don't mean to kiss their asses, but those Michigan guys know how to fish, and that's they, it. I mean, they they really fucking do, man. Like, it's 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 unreal. Yeah. I mean, Russ, Russ is going to be on here um, in the spring. Russ is coming on. Uh, Russ is just so awesome. Like, Russ is awesome to talk to, and he'll answer your questions. Like, there's there's like no no secrets like these old dudes and i don't mean like age wise i mean like older dudes that like pioneered us right yeah yeah um they understand that you're not the king forever no yeah yeah and also like they um one thing i noticed especially like going to the sal bug and like um meeting these guys and these like you know guys that have been doing it longer than us we'll say yeah even Blaine, like, I thought he'd be pissed that I sold patterns. I'd be straight up and say it on the internet. Like, I thought he would be like, dude, you're selling my stuff. Like, screw. But yeah. any question I've ever had about a shank or a, uh, hey, man, does this look like, what do you, like, he's just like, he's a little straightforward, which I respect because he's a busy dude. But yeah, he's like, hey, man, 10, 15, 20, hook, blah, blah, blah. Like, super cool. And he knows what I'm doing with him. He knows I sell him, right? Like, yeah. But he like those. You're right. Those older guys, they they want us to care so that it continues on and blah blah blah. But I think it's yeah. So you're from Ohio originally. How the fuck did you end up in Rhode Island? So okay, yeah, bring that back. I um I met my wife in Cincinnati while she was in college, and I was just playing music and punk bands and stuff, not really amounting to much. And uh, she's like, "Hey, you want to?" <laughs> and I'm like uh no i don't and then she's like well you know obviously you know that, that could be the end of the relationship and i was just like you know what why, why don't we just go for it and like we uh i came out here and then we moved to new york for a little bit and then came back new york city and i hated new york city so bad <laughs> i just couldn't stand it but then um ironically enough even though i'm here and like i get made fun of all the time when i go to shows or what have you um I just, maybe it's because I suck at it or whatever you want to call it, but I just don't really like saltwater fishing too much. Um, I like warm water. That's, that's where I love, I mean, like, obviously if, if I got some buddies that want to go striper fishing, I'll do it and I won't catch much, but I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> but you know, salt, salt's completely different than warm water shit. It is. And it like, I'm obviously I'm from Cincinnati. So I grew up like, bass fishing man like uh-oh <laughs> i grew up bass fishing and stuff dude yeah. like roland martin uh jimmy houston you know these guys man those were my guys when i was a kid and like some days it's really hard to like to put on the salt front out here man these guys are wild yeah they, they get after it like like crazy um i follow a lot of the, these salt guys because like these one guys uh, specifically flies and fins like th yeah. those are the, those are the dudes that are like catching sharks oh yeah the, oh, if i like that but like you see them 
you see them out there fishing in the salt and it's like a fucking it's like a movie from the 1980s like it's always grainy film <laughs> yeah and, and all this stuff and it, it's it's no filters or anything it's just how it's shot like, yeah. it, it's very nostalgic <laughs> yeah dude I, I like that man i i haven't actually seen the videos but like the few saltwater guys i do follow hardcore or um you know guys like obviously flip and stuff like that and, um and i like watching the old flip shit you know uh walker's k and all that stuff like yeah say Wahebe stuff spanish fly like that's cool stuff because i used to watch that with my grandpa back before i even i was like fly fishing is too crazy for me you know what i mean like yeah these dudes are catching tarpon and stuff like, it's crazy so as a warm water guy um what's your kind of like favorite species to get after is it bass it's yeah bass uh small mouth in particular you know um that's kind of my meat and potatoes obviously large mouth are always fun but small mouth are where it's at i want to start getting on musky um out here we don't we don't have a lot out here we have um pickerel you ever heard of those yeah chain pickerel yeah so they're like the baby baby of the of the pike kind of but they're really fun to um to catch on the fly rod which is actually i brought a couple flies down to show you like what i use for that the ck bait fish you ever heard that fly no so yeah this is this is like there's a facebook group too on um with the chain pickerel and uh it's the zoom fluke for fly anglers chuck craft made this fly back way back when but it's uh it's a badass bass fly man it just you know what i mean yeah is that a is that one of those cgh tails yeah it's like yeah it's one of those like suede tails you know yeah and um like i love my game changers and all that good stuff but man when it the going gets tough it's right back to this what about oh. uh your your merge minnows yeah I, I fished those too i didn't bring any down um but those those are badass man i love merge minnows and it was dude, that fly was originally created as a saltwater fly. I know. Did you ever hear the story of uh, Tim Landrier with it? Yeah, Tim, Tim was talking about it. He, uh, they, they, for lack of a better term, they were decommissioning that fly. Uh, it was either yeah. Umpa or the other company that was that had uh, had the fly, and uh, yeah. Tim caught wind of it. And he bought all of those motherfuckers, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tim's another guy I um like I, I ask dumb questions to especially like you know before um like a year or two ago I'm like hey man yeah I'll just ask some dumb questions straight away response always classy love I love Tim man he's awesome yeah the, the whole tight lines crew up there they're phenomenal man did you have him on the podcast no no I haven't had him on the podcast uh just you you can throughout the like small mouth and musky community and uh you bring up that name and, and no one has anything bad to say yeah he's awesome ever yep so you got into fly tying during covid what yep. kind of sparked that interest um honestly um uh you know there was the mad river outfitter channel they had a bunch of cool stuff and then um uh 
that's kind of where I that's that's where I got the like itch was from them. And then they started talking about Kelly and his flies. Obviously, as I was learning and more about flies and streamers, because I'm like, there has to be more to it. And I started seeing these flies that Kelly has, and they are just insane. So that's you know, I get onto his stuff, get his book, start nerding out, which I highly recommend people. Like YouTube's great, whatever, but. I highly recommend you just get these people's books because it does help them. The royalties from the books, like just, just grab a book, you know, just it's like 30 bucks. I've, I've got, got the book over here. I just, I actually just ordered Blaine's book and Bob Pop's book. Yeah. Those, the, um, which one from Popovic? Uh, whichever one was on uh musky fool, which was, uh, I think like fly design. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pop Flies is another good one. Uh, but yeah, Bob Popovics too, man. Like that's, you know, I was going to get to him too in a little bit, but he's amazing. Without him, we don't have the, the Blaines and whatnot, you know. But, you know, also, I think one of the people we have to credit for where we are as uh, even the predecessor to our Kellys and all these guys that was definitely uh like mark sadati yeah like said the sadati slammer yeah you know that that was a revolutionary fly and yeah, uh, i think right say again he's a striped bass guy right i think yeah 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 sadati has some cool stuff man i wish he was at shows but a lot of those guys don't do him no more well i mean they're they're getting old man yeah <laughs> you know like this, they don't... the selfishness of me i'm like okay they're like dude we're, we're old bro what are you talking about <laughs> yeah like they, they just they want to relax they don't want to see dudes like us <laughs> yeah yeah kissing their ass yeah i know um <laughs> that's what it is. Like, like hey dude can i take a selfie with you? <laughs> <laughs> you you know that's one thing i i, I um like i don't know if it's bad or and i do but like sometimes i like to just live in the moment especially now like with social media it's easy just to sit there with your phone up your butt all day yeah and um it is good to take pictures at shows and stuff for guys that are tying and whatnot but like i got to meet dave Whitlock um last year um and obviously he passed a little uh day before thanksgiving sadly yeah. um huge inspiration too for me i love dave's stuff um but I met him at Salbug and uh, I gave him a couple flies and his wife and um, like, he was so genuine, genuine, man. He was, he was amazing. And I was going to take a picture with him. But I was just like, you know what, man, I'm just going to enjoy this for myself. Like, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, no, dude, I, I understand. You know, I thought that for the longest time and I think we're around the same age. I think I might be a little older than you. Um, yeah. But one thing, uh, so I was in the army, which you know, but I didn't take a lot of pictures. You know, I was like, I'll remember this shit forever. Yeah. You know, I look back on it now and I, I actually like, I wrote a lot of stuff down. Yeah. You know, wrote like, uh, not really like a memoir, but I, I wrote a bunch like, of little stories down of shit that I remember when yeah. it was happening. And um, I look back on that and I'm like, if I would have never wrote that down or took those pictures, 
to kind of explain what was going on. I would have never remembered. So I, I try to, I do my best to actually take pictures now. Yeah. Because- I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase that a little bit. I should have taken a picture with Dave, but like at the time when I first met him, I didn't want to shove a camera in his face. I don't like, cause I was there all weekend and he knew that yeah. too, but they like, dude, he was like, he had a line around him the entire show. And I was just like, man, I, I feel like I'm taken from these people. Yeah. Cause I'm tying and I'm like stopping what I'm doing to go bug him while he's trying to like do his book signing. And I'm like, you know, but it was really cool. He signed my book and he was classy, man. I just, those, and he, you would never know. Like he, he doesn't act like he's, he, to me, he's on the top, you know, he's the Rushmore in my opinion. No, I, without a doubt, you know, um, back to Kelly, Kelly even took a lot of, um, a lot of input from um, Dave for some of those. I mean, like, uh, what was it? What what was Dave's pattern? Uh, open. Yeah, the the sculpin. The, it was was the shank the shank sculpin. Was that Dave's? Uh, I don't remember. But there, Dave, Dave Whitlock had a streamer pattern too. I mean, there there were bits and pieces taken from so many patterns that, uh, you know, originally created like the the uh, peanut envy and all this shit, but. Yeah, yeah, the zoo cougar and whatnot, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, he. Yeah, I mean Kelly. Uh, I I watched a video one time or something. I don't remember what the hell it was, but he was saying how his his head. You know how like some guys pack them like super tight and do like yeah. all this craziness. Well, I have a Dave Whitlock bug upstairs too, and like Kelly's stuff, you'll see. But they they have them loose, so that when they fish them, they they you know, they drop to what they want. Does that, that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes sense. If it's too dense, yeah. it's just going to keep it upright. Right. Like a pop, like a uh, popper, you know, whatever. Right. But um, yeah, I found that pretty interesting. And like the overall head shape was like very like Dave Whitlock. I heard him say that in a video one time. And that's it, super important to me, like cherishing those moments. But I, that being said, I, I met Clouser this year and I was like, I'm taking a picture. Cause like, um, I don't mean to be morbid, but these guys just don't live forever. So I, no, I mean, no one does dude. And it's not being morbid. It's being like very transparent and very real about it. No one yeah. fucking lives forever, dude. You know, like, yeah. um, when we all get to South bug, I'm taking pictures, dude. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I want, I want to be able to look back and re- remember those times with my friends. Right. Yeah. No, that's, that's a good point. So I'm, I'm glad I did backtrack on that. I, um, in my early years, I felt like I, you know, with the cell phones and stuff, I feel like we're sometimes we get absorbed in them, but take like photographing. It's cool. But like, I meant like doing like stories the whole time. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know. I, I, I think it was implied what you meant. I don't, I don't think. Yeah, Yeah. no, no, I got you, dude. I just didn't want to live on my phone at those shows because those guys, it, you know what I mean? And yeah. uh, you, you'll, you did one show already, but I think those things are just so cool for fly tires. Cause you can just nerd out with each other. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, and so the show I went to is, it wasn't like a big show or anything. It was like a little local Texas show in Fort Worth. It yeah. was at the, it was at the 
um, the stockyard there in Fort Worth. Yeah. Still had a blast. Uh, what's up? You still had a blast, right? Oh, dude, it was no, not really. If I'm being perfectly honest, like, like it was, it was like 105 degrees. We were on asphalt outside. Oh fuck, that's I'm, like, <laughs> I'm fucking sweating. I'm talking sweating with an E, dude, and it's and it's pretty miserable. But I tied this really badass craft fur double. Yeah, that was pretty sick. I tied it out of a uh, out of, actually out of fly fur and some like white barred grizzly. Looked pretty good. Looked pretty good. Big big ten mil red eyes on it. Oh yeah, yeah. I love a big eye, man. I'm a sucker for a big eye. Dude, me too. Like. We had we were talking to someone recently, and um, like I use fifteen mil eyes. Yeah, those are like those are the biggest eyes you can get. Yeah, yeah. I saw but, a dude um, uh, tying this the squid, like articulated squid, and it had one of those fifteen mil eyes in it, and it just gave it life. Had he not put the eye in there, I know this sounds corny, but I just don't think the fly would have looked that good. Well, I think the eye really gives the fish. I mean, a lot of this shit's for us, right? Like, what do we think looks good? Like that fucking perch fly I've made tonight. You know, yeah, it didn't. It didn't need fucking. Literally, I'm looking at my shit up here. It didn't need four different colors of angel flash in it, but I put four no. different colors of angel flash in it. The fish don't care. The fish no. would have been fine, you know, but it's yep. like, to me, I, I wanted that. So, but I think eyes, uh, I think eyes are a little bit more important than a lot of people. If you would have, it's funny because I saw a, a comment I made on a post, one of my buddy's posts. Yeah. Like, like maybe like 13 months ago, something like that. Yeah. Like pretty far back. And this is when I thought, you know, jungle cock was the perfect eye for a streamer. Yeah. Which I still think jungle cock has a place and it's really aesthetic. Yeah. But I don't think it's sustainable. It's too goddamn expensive. Um, go ahead. No, I agree. It's, it's, they're cool. I only use them on uh, my feather game changers and that's it. I mean, they look awesome. They really do. They look awesome. And I, I, I'd love to get my hands on some, but I just, to me, there's no point in it anymore, you know, mm. other than like that, the nice look. Yeah. But, but what yeah. it did is it gave the fish a, a place to attack, you know, <laughs> it, was, it was an attractor. It can look like eyes. It can look like bleeding gills. Who knows what it looks like to the fish, but it worked, you know, yeah. but, but I think eyes are so crucial because it gives the fish an actual place to target. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I was so like, meh, when it came to eyeballs, I was like, it doesn't matter. And then like, I, I, um, I was fishing a flat wing in Ohio, where I'm from, in this creek for smallmouth. And um, I was fishing all this fancy stuff. And you, you've seen, you've tied flat wings before, right? Yeah. Not well, but I have tied them. <laughs> I fished one like this big that um, Joe Cordero's son gave me at the show this uh, he's like the flat wing guru out here and uh his son gave me uh gave me one to try like it wasn't dolled up with the jungle cock right it was just like 
it had like these little crappy eyes glued to the sides and he gave me two and he's like dude fish these and like you'll slay with them and i'm like all right so i put them in my box went to ohio and fished them and i was just like i mowed them with it dude it was they were small fish but yeah it was fun like creek smallmouth oh love it dude creek and river smallies are the best smallies yeah dude but I, I wasn't I wouldn't not getting out there for some of those Lake Michigan, you know, those literal mutant smallies. Oh, the footballs, yeah. The the literal footballs, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. And in Lake ones too up in Maine, dude. Those things are amazing. Oh I'm nerding out now. I'm getting too excited. Dude, uh, it's so you're so close to a lot of these places too. You know, yeah. I always, you know, I forget this, right? You know, I'm living in Texas. It literally takes me like 12, 13 hours just to get to the other side of Texas. That's insane. Um, yeah. And then, but you, you spend that much time and you're in fucking Canada. It's yeah. Like... <laughs> no, Canada's about, depending on where you're going, you can get to some places in six hours in Canada. Yeah. See, that's, that's what I'm talking about, dude. Like. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean the the place I go fish in Maine. Oh, what the hell? I lost my lighting. Uh the, the place I fish in Maine is um sorry about that. The, oh, you're good, dude. It don't matter. We can see you. The place I fish in Maine is five and a half hours away. And it's like you've seen some pics from when I go up there. It's like um Unfortunately, the biggest fish I landed was on the stupid whopper plopper, but you know, hey, Larry made it. <laughs> but it's just it's you're right, dude. It's people here also have a weird concept of travel. It's like like guys like you would travel, you know, 45 just to get to a grocery store. It, it's it's pretty wild. And you brought up Dahlberg there. Um yeah, dude, Dahlberg, unreal. Yeah, he's another one of my, like, I ha I have all these, like, uh, I guess uh, some some guys make fun of me and call me, uh, like, I fanboy to them, like, they're, like, celebrities. In my opinion, for fishing, it is, man. These guys deserve respect, in my opinion. Um, I get excited talking, like, they're, like, they're the shit. Like, they're fishy people. I like being around, like, you, fishy dude. Alan, fishy, Alan Rupp, my buddy. Yeah. Fishy dude, like, all these fishy, I like guys that, like, can just sit there and nerd, nerd out, you know yeah no uh, i'm with you dude I, I like talking to people that like talking about fishing yep and especially people that tie flies because that adds that next layer to it uh, there's some guys that like tying flies more than they like fishing but those flies serve a very specific purpose and if they didn't fish they wouldn't understand what that purpose was yeah yeah i find myself lately with the the baby i don't get to fish as much as i did you know how that is you have one yeah. And, um, but, uh, now I'm slowly starting like, you know, fish more cause it's, it's time consuming with a kid, but yeah, dude, it's, you're right. Um, you have to put the time in too, like you said. Yeah. And I, I don't think, I mean, people might make fun of us for it, but I don't, I, it's whatever. Like people like NASCAR, people like fucking WWE wrestling, like, you know, like, like you're, you're allowed to like whatever the fuck you like. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I agree. And and for yeah. us, that's tying fake bugs and listening <laughs> listening to people talk about fishing. 
exactly. I mean, I have my other hobbies too. You know, I played music all, like all my life. Yeah. But I, um, you know, I uh, I get excited when I talk to these guys because, uh, you know, like your flip palettes and like it. I talked to Flip on once and he, I asked him to sign my book for me because I, uh, like I said, these guys don't live forever. And um, he did. And like, you just don't like, I don't think you can pay them enough respect. Cause I think they, they it's important to tell them like, Hey man, thanks for like teaching us this thing, these things. It is. It's it. I'm trying to think of how to say this. It is. I'm, it is, I'm sure it means a lot, you know, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Um, I know when I was younger and people would be like, oh, thank you for your service. I'd be like, yeah, fuck you. You know, it's like, I, I don't really care. Yeah. I had a... <laughs> which, which probably sounds terrible. You know, it's like, I just, I didn't care, but yeah. you know, now, now it's like someone tells you like, oh, thank you for your service. It's like, thanks. You know, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. My, <laughs> my buddy, uh, he's like that to this day. He's a little, he's like 40 or something like that. He's just a grumpy boy, you know, he just, <laughs> he fucking, he's a grumpy Rhode Island punk rock guy. That's service. <laughs> he's like, I only did it for the healthcare. And I'm like, dude, that's such a dick thing to say. <laughs> I know it's there because he does care. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, I'm in the military. He just like wants to go against the grain and piss people off. You know? <laughs> he wants so to, you know? Yeah. So you play, how many instruments do you play? I just play the drums. I've been playing drums since I was like 12. Dude, so I saw your kit. That's pretty fucking slick. Yeah. I, I, so I, I play a few instruments. I used to play drums in a metal band. Uh, I played like jazz drums and all kinds of, I'm really big into percussion, like even drum and bugle chord percussion. Oh, wow. But, yeah, but I used to play in a fucking metal band called Pierce Through the Eyes. And uh, <laughs> blast, blast beats and, and uh, triple it double bass for days, dude. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, dude. So, uh, yes, I go to these fly fishing shows and I'm like, I, I wear my long sleeves and stuff because I don't want to like freak out the old people. But the, the scene is changing, man. Like, it's like, it's got, like I told you, guys like us, guys that are into heavy music, stuff like that, tattoos, uh, the whole nine, like, but I always try to be respectful at shows and things like that. And when I meet new people or talk to them on social media, um, I try. Sometimes, you know, you slip. <laughs> I mean, you, you just, you are who you are, you know, but um, I think it's pretty cool what's happening in, the, in our industry right now, you know. Um, everybody getting involved different you know different people people of color women you know everyone's being accepted into this this uh this industry now and i think it's great man yeah like there's everyone's a winner in this arena you know what i mean it's yeah. it's it's really amazing like you said man uh, it's it's all inclusive um it's 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 so refreshing and it, it just feels good man you know and yep. we have, and like conservation is taking such a, such a higher talk. Maybe we talk about it so much though, 
that maybe some people think it loses its meaning, but you know, it's, yeah. there, there's so much out there for it now. So I, I you yeah. know, I think we're really moving in the right direction. You were getting so far estranged from, you know, like, uh, the tweed wearing dudes with the pipes and stuff, you know, it's like, yeah, where it was only a rich white man's sport. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, and now it's, it's everybody. It's like, and what I, what I love is like, I follow this one guide. I follow a lot of guides, but I follow this one guy, Marty, and he's, he's tatted the fuck out. He's a salt guy. And yeah. it's awesome, dude. Like, it, like, I, his, his tattoos are awesome like Aaron Chine Aaron Chine's got awesome tattoos yeah. he's a tattoo artist but he's a guide too and he ties flies you know yeah it, it's just everybody's welcome you know yep and I mean it's 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 important to have a little bit of diversity and whatnot and just let people let people you know it's not going to grow unless you let let other folks enjoy it you know exactly so you tie a lot of really badass streamers thank um, you and i'm not just saying that because you're here you know <laughs> or because you're my friend I, I would actually since you're my friend i'd tell you like first thing be like hey dude those those suck but <laughs> <laughs> but they don't you tie really good flies dude um what is your if you had to pick like three patterns as a streamer guy um let's break this down into two things right so if you if you can let's pick two instead of three let's do two patterns for a beginner tire and then two patterns for your more advanced tire and streamers what would you pick for beginner i would say uh, do the woolly bugger only for two reasons well there's multiple reasons but a couple like a couple it teaches you how to place your materials and be consistent. Um, and you can tie them up to, you know, whatever size you want, but it, it'll catch you a bass, a trout, a bluegill, like depending on what size you tie, you can go, the, you can run the gamut from a size eight to a two and you're catching everything, you know, throw a bead on it. You're catching small, you know what I mean? You can do whatever you want, but I think it helps you with the wire, the hackle, you know what I mean? Like, it teaches you how to place your materials. And then once you're, once you get that sucker down, I would do um, one thing I wish I would have done was do a, like a, a basic dry fly. Something easy and quick and just, uh, I mean, I don't know what, what what's, what's an easy one. A Griffith snap. There you go. Something, something like that, like an easy dry fly to bang out um, or just get some foam and do a, do one of these. I brought one down. Mr. Is that a Mr. Squiggly or Mr. Wiggly? I don't remember. Yeah. I mean, it it might be a little bit more for a big, you know, but it doesn't matter how it looks. It's going to fish, you know, it's essentially, it's just a, you know, foam cut to the gap of the hook with some wiggly legs. And it slays them. It slays them. So those are my beginners. And then uh, more intricate, I would do um, the swimming Jimmy. Um, you've seen that one, right? Yeah. Uh, the swimming Jimmy and then the bang tail from Kelly. The bang tail is such a diverse fly. It can be fished anywhere. It's not just a trout fly. Like you can take that shit in the salt and go fucking bang out redfish like all day. Like yeah. that is an unreal fly that 
such an excellent design. Yeah, I like to fish that bank tail on a yellow, and then it, it kind of counterpartner because you're just tight on the. You ever tie, fish the flatliner? Uh, no, I haven't. I've never it's tied a, one either. It's the same thing, tied horizontal, so it like. So it's like a dying bait fish kind of deal. Yeah, I like yeah. that. And yeah, I mean, there's a ton of them. Game changers, but you, you scare people off when you do those. I think it's good to do like for, for you're a little bit more advanced after your couple there, then you go to the, the bang tail or even do like a, um, Mike's double deceiver. Yeah, I think a double deceiver would probably be a really – well, it depends on how invested you want to get in a bucktail. <laughs> yeah, which is, we talked yeah. about that day on the phone. It was like bucktail is like insane, right? Like 10 bucks, 12 bucks for a thing of bucktail. Yeah, for like a, a large northern, like large northern tail right now is like fucking $11. Yeah. But, uh, then- but if you're listening to this, people, right? Uh, and you don't you love bucktail, but you don't want to spend that much on bucktail. There is no replacement for bucktail, sadly. But what you can do is source it from your local butchers and your local meat processors. Uh, deer season opens in November. If you don't hunt, that's typically when it starts opening up, and people people get table fare. You know, they they fill their tags. Uh, no one eats the tails. <laughs> All right, so uh, the people processing this game, uh, they don't keep the tails. And actually, if you go ask them, they'll give them to you for free. Uh, Then you can process your own tails for free. All it takes is some time, some borax, and some gloves. That's it. It's really not that messy, and it's really not that difficult. Save you a lot of money. And then you can start dyeing them yourself, too. (laughs) That's a that's a, a smelly business, man. It is. I've got, four, but I've got four tails sitting in my freezer right now to to process, and oh. that's gonna, you know, and that's gonna save me. Uh, it's gonna save me forty dollars. You know, like it's huge, man. Especially when you move into commercial tying. Like I had to, I still support fly shops when I can, but it, to be economically feasible, you have to get um, commercial accounts with these companies, and just you have to get the deal. You have to, you have to get, sadly, you know, if you're, if you're not a commercial tire, and I mean, commercial tires know this, like if you're not a commercial tire, you can support local, you know, or, you know, if you don't have a local shop, find your favorite online shop. Yeah. I know. I mean, if you're a bath, like warm water guy, you got Schultz Outfitters. Those are amazing. Those guys are like, you know, the small mouth gurus right now. You have, um, uh, Mad River. I don't know who's out by you, but you got Kelly's shop. Kelly's shop ships in like he. I, I mean, it's not taking more than four or five days to get stuff from him. So, yeah, and then you've got like uh, you've got Ryan Evans with Queen City Guiding. You can go buy stuff from Ryan. Ryan's a small shop. He's a good dude. You've got Where's Dan he? Donovan. Uh, he's in New York. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah, he's in New York. Um, and then you've got Dan Donovan with Musky Fool out of Wisconsin. Oh, Musky uh, Fool. Yeah, I get I get stuff from them still. Yeah, you, and always quick shipping. You know, support these dudes if you can. Yeah. But, but if you're a commercial tire, you already know that's uh, you, you can't make money <laughs> doing that. It's it's a very like yeah, but um yeah man I uh. 
I love it. It's a love hate. Yeah. Dude, check out these eyes I got. There's some tape eyes. Oh, those are sick. There, yeah, it's orange and black, dude. Um, are you gonna pop or what? What's up? Are you gonna epoxy over them? Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna lock tie them on, and then uh, epoxy over that. Yeah, yeah. The um, I don't know if you follow um, Nightmare Musky or whatever. Yeah, dude. Um, they sell these saddle tails now. You ever seen those? Uh. Uh-uh. Excuse me. They're from that um that Italian guy. I forget his name. I, I'm gonna butcher it. I'm not gonna say oh, you're it. Carini tails. Yeah, those. Yeah, Thanks. they've got they've got the they've got the uh, the wave tails, the dragon tails, the yep. the thin uh, the thin wave tails. I actually just ordered a bunch of wave tails. Oh, hold on. Am I still there? Yeah, you're good. Okay. Yeah, I, I actually just ordered a bunch of. Uh, All right, there we go. I actually just ordered a bunch of uh, uh, wave tails from them. Yeah, those are awesome, man. I love it. It's uh, it's sad, but um, you can't beat feathers and you can't beat bucktail. You can't, no. you know. I like natural bunny too. I don't fiddle with that much, but dude, I, I've actually been thinking. I've got so much. I've got a literal box of zonker. Yeah, man. And I just I just don't use it. Like I really should, but I don't. I'm thinking about like starting to tie some big ass doubles, some like four aught, two aught doubles for uh like pike and bass and stuff using a bunch of this bunny. Yeah. Do you have um have you tied uh Lynch's double or uh his drunken disorderly? Dude, I've tied some D and D's, but I uh I hate, I mean, to be honest, I hate trimming deer hair. Yeah. Like, I'm not bad at it. I'm really not. I'm not bad at trimming deer hair at all. I'm not bad at packing it. I'm not bad at stacking it, spinning it, whatever. But I really hate how um, how much my heart rate and blood pressure gets up when I'm trimming. Because it's, yeah. it's literally one bad cut and you fucking ruin a fly. Yeah. Yeah, I've done it multiple times. Yeah, those, and then those go in my box. And then I'm like, I hope I have enough hooks to finish this fucking order now. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I started tying, and I was doing these swimming jimmies I showed you earlier, these guys. Yeah. And, oh, my God, man, doing the head work, like, in those, and, like, your, your drunks and some of Kelly's stuff, the sex dungeon. I'm like, oh. If you trim it too tight, it looks like a little bullet, and you're like, oh, boy, what am I doing? And it's easy to do, especially on D&Ds, man. Yeah. Because like, yeah, you got... you've got the, the conical top of the wedge, and then you've got the lower end straight end yeah. of the wedge. He uses so a little, uh, like a blade holder. Uh, like a like a, one of these. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that was the other sponsor. Damn it. I'll get them on the end. That's that's from one of our sponsors. That's from Anadromous Fly Company. 
Oh, and Adramas, yeah, he um, uh, uh, Herb's the man. Did you talk to him? Yeah, dude, Her- Herb's uh, Herb. <laughs> Herb's awesome. Like, uh, this is one of their buck. This is one of their buck shears. Actually, I don't ever use it, but that, I got that from them many moon ago when I was still using Doctor Slick scissors, and I thought everything was tied out of EP fiber. So, yeah, I've <laughs> I've got enough EP fiber to last me my entire lifetime. Oh my god! Yeah, I got into that too, man. Oh, and uh, Herb's just amazing, dude. I love him too, dude. Herb's gonna be coming on here, but you know, dude, dude's awesome. I mean, he he ties flies. He's like a he's like this steelhead junkie. He's a train engineer. You know, like he's he's a good dude. He's a good storyteller too. I haven't heard any of his stories, but I'm keen to. Like yeah, I said, yeah. I've been telling you some train stories and fishing the hacks and shit like that, man. He, he's cool. He's good people. Well, I think we're coming up on our hour, dude. <laughs> oh, I'm sitting here yeah. drinking iced coffee. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, dude, you're fine, man. Like, this has been fun. Excellent. Yeah, I mean, I did it. I'm stoked. I know we've been talking about it for a little bit, and I'm excited. I got to talk about a couple flies and uh pay respects to you know guys like dave and whatnot and yeah i mean i've dude 100 percent and um is there anything that you want to talk about before we get off here um i'm gonna ask you a couple more questions but is there anything that you want to talk about oh like if you if you're gonna tie or you're just a you know a regular fly fisherman or a regular ang- angler in general just give it a try you know get a little five weight cheapy and go go hit the bluegill pond you know yeah you're not uh as as kelly said you're not going to turn into a pillar of salt if you do the other no exactly yeah and and i still gear fish too you know yeah dude i haven't gear fished in a super long time but i'm gonna i'm gonna start picking it up a little bit more here and there i think yeah no i just every now and again i just go out there and i'm like you know what Ned rig and a freaking whopper popper and I bring two rods and that's it. This uh some stuff that you and I have in common, uh even beyond, you know, like music taste and both wearing flannel shirts, uh is uh <laughs> is uh you also make soft plastics or used to and I, I mean I did the same shit. Yeah, yeah, I did I still have all the stuff and I'm like like I don't know if I'm gonna do it again, but it's it's uh that's another love hate more like hate for me now, but I think it's cool to learn it, learn that craft too. You know, I think it's awesome to learn it. Like you, I hate it. Like I, it got to the point, you know, I was, I was, I was selling them, you know, I was actually making sales, you know, here and there, uh, made a decent amount of money off of it. That's kind of what helped me get started in, you know, fly time. I was able to fund some of my, some of my fun shit, but yeah, it's, it's hot. It's literally hot work um yeah and there's a million other dudes doing it yeah it's a super saturated industry it is the market's incredibly saturated and a lot of it is uh he said she said there there's a lot more word of mouth stuff going on yeah i would say like negative connotations in that market there's a i mean just to be quite frank there's a lot of fucking douchebags uh especially in like the home the home brewing uh plastics dudes there's a yeah. lot of fucking douchebags i've seen it i agree 
Yeah. Yeah. Between the two industries, I'd say you get a little more. Yeah. You already know what I'm going to say, but you, yeah. Whew, yeah. <laughs> uh but adam where can everybody find you and get a hold of you to buy some of your sick ass flies yeah man so uh if, if you want to check me out just go instagram adam dot my name hortonberry or uh anchorflytackle.com um i still have it with the you know both gear and and uh flies but it's it's fly focused now um but yeah if you check out those um that's the easiest way to hit me up awesome well everybody um go follow adam you just hit 2000 yeah 2000 he just hit 2000 on instagram let's get him some more followers let's uh let's crank this shit up and if you like fishing for smallmouth on the fly and you like quality bugs uh hit up adam it, you know support small business dude ties good shit all right I can't guarantee you'll catch catch fish on them. Uh, that's up to you. But I can guarantee that they're going to be quality flies. But <laughs> this episode of Working Class Fishing was brought to you by Anadromous Fly Company. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Didn't mean, to, didn't mean to forget you on the first one. We've had a lot of uh, changing of hands here. And then you've got CD Fishing, Angry Rooster, 317 Flies, Sure Cure, Naughty Tackle, and Lid Rig. All right. If you want to get a hold of us, uh, that being Working Class Fishing, you can email us at workingclassfish at gmail.com or go to workingclassfishing.com. Uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, all these places. Um, just look at Working Class Fishing and you'll find us. If you got any questions, shoot us, uh, shoot us a message. You want to come on the podcast? Shoot us a message. Come on. We don't care. Uh, you got a story to tell. Uh, we're willing to hear it. And just everybody, thanks so much for listening. Adam, thanks again for coming on, dude. Thanks and for having me. Until next time, everyone, eat your vegetables and we'll be seeing you.